is spirit. Tonight, tomorrow, I got an assignment. I'm going to fulfill it if y'all let me. Oh, he's a wonder in my Ladies and gentlemen, the gospel is on your radio. This is K-A-Y-T, Gina Alexandria, 88.1, K-255-B-T, Monroe, West Monroe, 98.9, K-223-B-I, Greenwood, Shreveport, 92.5, K-Q-J-O, St. Joseph, Natchez, 99.3. He's a wonder. And the gospel continues to grow. Praising the Lord. In Senla. And in Miss Lou. KYT listeners help us welcome 100.1 FM in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Come on, church. Make some noise in this place. Greetings. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress.
my God, my God. My, my. The Lord Jesus. We thank him this day. Good God, good God. We thank him today. All of his blessings that he's bestowed upon us. We're gracious to God that we've come out today to worship and to serve the true and living God. We're gracious to him today. And we plead the blood of Jesus on every heart, every soul that's here this day. Because God is good. He's so good and clear. All that we have done, he looked over that yes, through mercy. Mm. Not cover, but through mercy. Yeah. And he's come to us mm. and warned us time after time. Mm. Those things that we got to endeavor ourselves in to keep us yet alive. This morning, we thank God for you. We want to turn to the book of Malachi, the third chapter. Malachi, the third chapter. Uh, mm. We want you to look at some things today. Because it's the will of God that we look at these things and to come to ourselves. So oftentimes, church folks sometimes stray away a little bit. Not because they lost, but because the fire began to cool off some. And when the fire cool off, that makes us unsteadfast, but movable. So then we need to look at God as he is and the way he is, and the way we need to be. All right, in Malachi, the third chapter, 7 through the 12th verse, it reads as thus. Even from the days of our father, ye are gone away from mine ordinance, and have kept not them. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, said the Lord of hosts. But ye say, Wherein shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, Wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and in offering. Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me. Even this whole nation, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now here, we have said the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast out fruit before time, for the time in the field, said the Lord of hosts. All nations shall call you blessed. For ye shall be a delightsome land, yes. said the Lord of hosts. Yes. Now I want to share a word with you this morning, a thought in this word. And this thought is guilty of armed robbery. <laughs> guilty of armed robbery. So often times in our life, we have, as believers in Christ, 
we have denied the privilege that God has given us. We sit back and talk about the circumstances in the world. And we belittle the circumstances in the world. And we should as Christians, but not just talk about it. We ought to go heal it. God gave us healing in the body. What are you saying? We got to go to people that are not in the will of God and talk to them. Counsel with them. Show them the truth. Show them the way to the truth. And you got to be likable. How you do that? You got to make folks love you. How is that? If folks my way, no. Be nice to them. They already know they sin. You don't have to discuss their sins. Discuss the righteousness of God. What we do so often time, we start slam lapping. You did this, and you ought to be holy. You had the Holy Spirit and all that. Nobody want to hear that foolishness. If you're not in the will of God, you need to get in the will of God because he's coming back at his church without spot or blemish. This is what God wants us to understand. Still, the lamb lopping everybody and talking about them and saying how no good they are, living, what this ain't going to do, that ain't going to do nothing at all. We don't need that foolishness in the church. We need holiness in the church. We need righteousness in the church. We need peace in the church. We need joy in the church. This is what God wants us to have. He don't want us to be criticizing one or the other. He wants to lift everybody up. If there's a weak brother among us, the strong brother ought to go catch him by his arm and bring him and nurse him till he gets where he needs to be. The Lord, we've caught the horse in the back, you dangerous getting kicked. Lead him by the head. Get to a man's spirit. Get to the core of his mind, which is his heart. Teaching the principles of righteousness, of peace, of joy, of understanding. There are people in the church. They come twice a year, watch meeting, and Christmas. They Christians, but the heat that they had, the fervent heat that they had, it can die down some, and there's nothing in them to motivate them in the will of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So we need somebody to go to them and nurse them. Israel went away, went astray. The Lord had to send Moses to nurse them. Moses was the meekest man in all earth. He had to nurse them. Moses understood about people. He was a child himself. He was nourished. Sometimes we get malnourished. But the one that nourished well, we need to go to them so we can be fed properly. The word said, and I want you to keep this in mind, guilt of armed robber. And I trust God I can paint this picture this morning. There are many things in our life that we need to look at what the scriptures say. Look at the word of God, the scripture said. Those days, what days? The days of this time, the days of Israel. And I'm looking at the days right now today. Many of us have gone straight. And, and this is what the word of God is saying. Uh, we have gone away from the principles of God. We've gone away. We left the ordinance of God. We picked up the amendments, the Constitution. We picked all the laws in the land, but we left God's law to love one another, pray for one another, live in peace and joy and happiness, trust in one another, be delighted in the things of God, the ways of God, the means of God. Delight yourself in these things. This is what God wants us to see today. He wants to look at it from a, a spiritual conception. Let, let's not lean on our own understanding, 
But let's lean on Jesus. You see, these of our fathers have gone astray from mine ordinance and have kept not them. The, God, the ways God has given to us, we don't even look at them too much anymore. We don't, to my keeping them, we don't even look at them. But every time a certain strip come out, they change the rule in the local government, change the rule in the state government, change the rule in the federal government, we get a readout sheet and we say, oh, we got to keep this now. You can't do this. You can't go over 65 miles an hour. Then it cuts you down to 62. You can't go two miles over the speed limit. All this kind of foolishness. But Jesus said, love thy neighbor thyself. That's so easy. You ain't got to push no accelerator. Just drive calm. Just do the will of the Father. Do those things that God say do. We don't have to get upset no more. Blood pressure. The doctor loves to see you upset. Run the pressure up. He'll see and make some more money. As long as you come now, he's going to live good. The system lives good off us. If we hold our substance back, the system can't survive. So everything is on our shoulder. We are God's children. We're the chosen one of God. And we need to understand that. We don't rely upon nobody else. We're the children of God. The Bible said, delight yourself in the Lord. We need to do that according to his holy and his precious will. Uh, he said, you, you had not kept the things I gave him. You need to keep all this suffering and shame that you're going through. He said, return to me. The God of hosts. I'm presenting this thing. Them other gods, they come to you, there ain't nothing to them. But this God that I represent, huh? This God that we represent, this God that they represent is the true and living God. Those other gods don't have no power. But this God has all power. And if he has all power, why can't I submit my will, submit myself, submit the principle that's inside of me to the Lord? And we'll find jubilance in our worship. You need to hear this now. He said, but ye said, huh? Well, I need to return. Because you've gone away from God, the principle, the foundation of Christian principle. You have left that. You have left those principles that God set you up on. Your foundation is Christianity. And you have left them. It's like on a cold winter night. When you go in the desert, it's hot in the daytime. In the daytime, mean when we all worshiping together, it's easy in here. When we all singing and praising God. But at night, it gets cold in the desert. The wind cut up on you in the desert. No trees or nothing in the desert to hold it all. And it'd be cold, cold. And we'll be able to stand still just quivering, trembling. When you get away from God, he's my shield and he's my buckler. Huh? He's my sunshine and he's my rain. When you get away from you, unprotected. All the fires of this earth going to come up on you and take you and consume you. They'll devour you. But when you walk with the Lord, Talk with the Lord. Sing with the Lord. Pray with the Lord. The Lord will let you overcome. My mind goes back to Israel when they was in Egypt. 
when the slave master wouldn't let Israel go so they could worship and serve the Lord in the mountains. God put plagues up on the devil and his people. And the plague was eating them up, eating them alive. And God, cheering the chosen ones of Israel, was having a, a fun day. To go show you, if you follow God, you're going to have a good way. When you follow the devil, you're going to be stumbling. You're going to be falling. You're going to be sick one day. Well, the next day, the next day you're sick again. That's following Satan. But when you follow God, there's healing in the skirts of his garment. If we touch one another in agreements together, we'll come together two or three on earth. It's not my word. Two or three on earth come on the same accord. Believe by faith. Whatever they say, it shall come to pass. Something wrong. Because we're guilty of armed robbery. What you mean armed robbery? Connect that together. Armed robbery. We got the gun in us. We got a 66 shooter inside of us. And it want to come outside of us. And that 66 shooter, it don't miss either. And what we do, what we do, we know the right way. But what we do, we go take the scripture and use on somebody to get what we want. Lord have mercy. We use the scripture so often time to get over instead of to get God power. If we receive the power of God, he's going to bless everywhere we put our feet. We're going to be blessed. In and out, we're going to be blessed. The word clearly states to us, and we ask God, Lord, I'm already a Christian. I'm a deacon. I'm a preacher. I'm a choir member. I'm a brotherhood member. Why ain't how I'm going to come back to you? Because you ain't with my principles. You're not walking in faith. You, you don't have a God-like character in our life. We need the God-like character. I got to know how to talk to you. You may not be where I am, or I may not be where you are, but we got to come together and talk these things over with and come to some type of agreement. Whatever agreement it should be, it should be God's agreement. It, it, it's like in the high office of the country. The president has the authority over everybody, and everybody, regardless of you Republican or senator, you're supposed to obey the law. You're supposed to obey the president. Since I've been a boy, that's the way it's always been. It's going to always be like that. But I see now, time has come, where they call him a lie to his face, do all manners of evil against him, don't go to jail. There was time back there you talk about the president, you was going to jail all the market. But now, no, it's a different change now. Why is the change? The change is because somebody ain't saved. Somebody's not walking in the will of God. Somebody don't have respect one for another. I don't care what position I'm in, I need to respect the one that's over me. I spoke on and obey them that's over me. He did say obedience better than sacrifice. If I have to call you yes sir, no sir, that's no problem with me. I was raised that way. That's easy with me. But don't you ask me for no glory. Let me give it from my heart. When I give it from my heart, that's real. It's real then. But when you force me to say yes sir, no sir, ain't going nowhere. You know I don't mean it, huh? And you a fool to think I mean it, huh? Just trying to keep my job. 
we'll see it. And I, I bring it before you. See, will a man rob God? We're trying to be brief. Will a man rob God? You need to hear this. Will a man rob God? Yes, he will. Bring back guilty of armed robbery. Hear me, y'all. Please hear me. This is good for me today. This is good for me today. See, will a man rob God? Yeah, he'll rob him. How you rob me? In love, understanding, in peace, in joy. Huh? Will I rob God? How, how you rob God? Fellowship. We can't get together and hug one another for stupidity and evil thinking. I can't get together and go to dinner with you for silliness. We rob God. God gave us the, the integrity. He gave us the joy to have. I can't salute all the brothers with a smile and don't have no resentment against them. That's robbing God. He already gave you perfect principles. And we have neglected the perfect principles of God and in order to do it our way. That's robbing God. You, you're telling God to his face, you don't have sense enough to tell me nothing. When somebody comes straight out the word to you and you deny the word or go against the word, that's called blaspheming, denying the very existence of God. It doesn't change you won't even make heaven, but you'll be straight to hell. We have to be very careful, church. Most people just preach you when they want some money. Will a man rob God? I'm a robber. At this particular time, saying tithes and offering. Well, you need to tithe some time. You need to tithe some of your money, too. Every time that preacher get up, he talk about money. Well, I'm, I'm just going to let y'all in on the secrets so y'all don't know about it. The secret is the church can't run off prayer. I know it hurts. You don't run off prayer. Prayer helps to keep it together. But it don't run off prayer. It takes finance. It takes business-minded people. It takes people that care about God's program. It takes people that want to see the church grow. We rob God and our prestige. We're so highly exalted, we forget who God is. When we sang and praised God and sung, everybody in the choir, the brotherhood, the choir, whatever, we should be elevated so high that we don't even see no people. We should be just giving God everything that I got in my life, giving it to God, glorifying God, and sung and praised to him. That's what we ought to be. Give all. Give all. When you give all, you watch God move. Many times in my life, my own life, I had money in my pocket. I had to learn the hard way. I hated it, but it was good for me. Had money in my pocket. When I come up to put something in the offering, I search in my pocket and get them change, the change. Then what I do, I got sleek. When I come by to put my money in the thing, with my little change, I put it all the way down the bucket so nobody here fall, huh? You understand what I'm saying? But I had some money in my pocket that it wasn't for no other reason at all but for me. And I wanted to go and do something else with it, but what I did, I took my chain and put it way down in the bucket so it wouldn't make no noise, huh? But now when I got divinely religious, I made plenty of hallelujah things. Oh, Jesus, huh? But I put the money down light, huh? 
I'm robbing him. I'm robbing him. I ain't delighting myself in what I do. That's not delighting myself in what I do. Delight me, look, you please. You have it, you rejoice for to do what you're doing. And I give, I give because I love to give. I give because the Lord has blessed me to give. I give because it's the right thing to do in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we're going to be blessed beyond understanding when we do it like God. Say, they say, you'll rob me in tithes and offerings, but you say, why rob you? You kept some back. We got it down. You know this factual. We got to pay utility bills, right? Come on, y'all. Talk to me now. Utility got to be paid. Then your home phone got to be paid, right? Then your cell phone, and it's more than your home phone, right? Y'all don't want to talk to me now. It's more than your regular phone. So what you do, you get your regular phone cut off. That's the main one. And you keep your cell phone, $400 and $500 a month. You're scuffling with the cell phone just so you holler at somebody that don't need to be hollered at. Well, you can just go right by and just talk to them. You want to call them on the cell phone. Waste all the minutes when your minutes run out. I've been there. When the minutes run out and people be calling and say, well, look, I had cut it off. You ain't cut nothing off. They cut it off. You ain't cut nothing off. They cut it off because you ran out of your minutes. We need to stop being honest with ourselves. That's God's truth. We're robbing. Then when you're robbing them, you can lie on him. All you do is pay it. Pay that for what you got. If I go on Walmart after we leave service today, and I mess around and be trying something on and mess around and put something in my pocket and walk through that door and that thing say, boo! They're going to come and check me out and the police going to come and put my hand behind my back and everything and Channel 5 News going to have it. Y'all will see me handcuff walking out and say, ooh, well, I just got to preaching about don't steal, don't lie, don't hypocrite and all that. And look at the lawyer got him handcuffed. And that's all it takes. I told you it wasn't no good. He talking all that trash. Yeah. Huh. You don't know them preachers, do you? Lord, help us, Jesus. Help us, Lord. He said, now, this the Lord, look in your Bible. Don't, don't take me just at my word. Look in your Bible. The Bible says you are cursed with the what? You are cursed with the what? It's already a curse. Curse is danger, judgment, destruction, habitual. That's curse. You're cursed with the crime. You're cursed with something that's already out of order. I'm going to take the weapon that you invented and put back on your head. Do you hear what I'm saying? Take the same weapon you invented through your sin and put back on you. He said, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me even... Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Wow. This old nation. Wow. Wait. Everybody I hear say America the best country on earth. That's telling me if we're the best country on earth, at least 65% or 70% of us are Christians, right? That's the only way you can be the best country. 65 or 70% of you got to be Christian. We got to live by the principle of faith. We got to walk like God wants us to walk, do the thing God say for us to do, then we'll be there. We can claim that. But we, there ain't no peace starting in the church. Corruption all over the churches, everywhere, all over the United States. Corruption. I don't understand it, but it's there. 
We're preaching every Sunday. Somebody preaching to you every Sunday, telling you how to love and secure the blessing of God in your life. Walk up right before people. Don't judge nobody. Judge yourself first so you be not judged. All these things God has given to us, love one another. And know what? We take all that in. Sometimes the preacher be preaching. We can't even sit down and we be shouting so much about what he say. But when we walk out the door, don't do nothing about it. That's not the ways of God. You're robbing God. you guilty of armed robbery. Because why arm? You're armed up with the word. You know what the word say. You understand the word. But you're robbing him because you're putting a gun on poor man. And say the Lord quote a scripture on him and take all his money. God's sake. That's armed robbery. Armed robbery. Then you look at other folks and find faults in them. But we need to look in ourselves first, and then we'll straighten our own life out. He said, uh, the whole nation has robbed God. That may, every nation on earth, some out the will of God. Not all of them, but some of them out the will of God. So none of us can claim perfection unless we're walking in the spirit of truth. And right, then it's only by the mercy and the grace of God where you are. Look what he said, to bring all the tithes into what? The storehouse, that's the church, y'all. Nowadays, that's the church. Bring all your tithes to the church. Uh-oh. Smell if you're picking now. Bring all your tithes and your offering to the church. Well, I paid my tithe this month. If we take a collection of all, I don't pay my tithe. Uh-uh, you got to pay an offering too. You got to have an offering too. You got to fulfill it in Christ's way. Your tithes and offering, one-tenth of everything you make, every dollar you get, pay a tenth of it. That's easy. If you get $2 an offering, that's fine. But make sure you paid your tithes. If you get $2 an offering, that, you ain't did no wrong. But your tithes, leave your tithes, they belong to God for the running of the, the temple of God. Well, Reb, I paid my tithes, but I ain't feeling a little bald. That ain't nothing but no bald. Pay your tithes. And God will get you out the bald. You hear what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't no dove going to fly down. It's a brother or sister in this church. If you're getting a ball and they got the things that help you with, they're going to help you. That, that's God working through them. That's the way he works. He don't work no other way. He works through people now. We got to remember that. That's God being it. That's the way he, he works with us. He ain't going to work no other way. We, we lack him to work some other way. Say, so bring it to the church and bear me meeting what? My house to God. This God house. He won't plan in this house that we have a privilege and a chance to help some needed person along the way. We need to be in that position at all times to help some needed, I say. You pray over these things, God will show you who have the need. Everybody holler don't have need. Some of them holler just want to be personalized or personally satisfied. But here God. Then he goes on to say, if you think I'm lying, and the God saying this in short word, if you think a lie, prove me now. Here we are, said the Lord. Prove me. Think I'm lying, prove me. I'm going to watch you and see do you follow the ordinance of God. He says, that the Lord of hope, the God of God. That's what he's saying. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out your blessing, that there shall may not be room. Ooh, this to the church, y'all. Oh, this to the church, man. 
He said, if you walk the way I say walk, talk the way I say talk, sing the way I say sing, pray the way I say pray, just watch me. If you do that and do it out of a clear heart, watch me. When I open that channel up, your blessing will start flowing where you won't have room enough to have them. There are times in our life when we in the church, pastors and preachers, missionaries, we should have so many people in the church until these walls got to be knocked out to house them. We need to do it. It's right there in the scripture. We need to do that. But now, now what we do, we say, well, they, the game is on. I love it. Ain't nobody here love the game more than me. But my first priority it's to the church. First priority. There are people that tell me, Red, why you talk about ball? I was built on a ball. I watch ball. Ball don't make me sin. Satan don't make me sin either. Line of flesh make him sin. That's what he don't make me. I yield to. That's to the flesh. Then I do right. If I don't yield, I ain't got nothing to worry about. God going to fulfill his blessing within me. That's what God wants to see. Give your tithes. Give your offering. Be blessed of God. You, don't, you, you really don't understand how much God blesses us when we give our tithe and our offering. You know what the Lord do? He just can't stand it. There's a song saying, and y'all don't pay attention to things like that. You can't be God-given no matter how you try. You may not have all the money, but you might have all the gold. That's still money. You might have all the things that you need in this life that you can share some with somebody else. That's a blessing right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's privileged people. Mm-hmm. There was time when I, I couldn't wear good shoes. Mm-hmm. I got them flappers. Mm-hmm. And when the flappers got a hole in the bottom, got wet, got a hole, I took some wine and put in them. <laughs> got some of that pious soul dressing pot put around the soul, make them look good on top. You know, we Christians out sometimes, we look good on the outside, but inside I had some paper in there. I couldn't step in no water now. My feet get wet and I catch a cold. But now I can wear a new shoe anytime I get ready more. You see what I'm saying? You don't think I need to thank God and give him praise and try to walk in his ordinance? Try to do the things that he say do? I should be, it should be in me. You shouldn't have to tell me, give God the praise. Look what he's done for you. Look where he brought you from. It should be an automatic thing now. But Satan has whispered to you. It don't take all that. He has whispered to you and say, well, if you got that money, the money's the root of all evil. No, the love of it. When I love it, more than I love my brother, then I'm in trouble. I remember I was on the job one time. And we was around a, a guy, he's a millionaire, a billionaire, and we were working by the railroad track, and what the man said, he come out there and the man said, a rock, they was more in the yard, and a rock came up and hit my window glass. This is a business, this is not a house. The next day, we was on our knees, patting on the floor, see where a rock get in the grass. I said, good God Almighty. And then they treat us like dogs on the job. But I'm now on my knees. Patting in the grass to see where a rock gets so it won't break no wonder no more. A wonder. Mm-hmm. At that time, probably four or five dollars if you put a wonder in. 
But we're patting on the ground. And Jesus telling me to love. Told him to love too. Told don't despitefully use me. But now he got me on my knees patting. Make me look good. He never say thank you boys. Or y'all did a good job. None of that. Ain't no love there. We wasn't on the same page. But I tell you what God say. If we get on the same page. And do those things that he say for us to do. He's going to bless us beyond understanding. He'll have them big rich folks. Listen to it now. He'll have them big old rich billionaires. Look, coming to us, crawling to us. Because it's going to come a time anyway where all the billions of dollars can't be spent. That's right. It's almost here now. And them sons of Jesus Christ, let me, we're almost through. Them sons of Jesus Christ, hear me this day, going to be rich. Going to be rich. We're going to have it all. They're going to be yielding and kneeling to the servants of God. But you got to stay humble, though. God entrusted his riches with us. He said, What are you going to do? He's going to take the wealth of the riches and give it to the righteous. I believe Jesus. I believe in all my heart. I don't care how they, people try to keep you down. If you trust in the Lord, the living Savior, he's going to exalt you above understanding. We're going to be enriched with his glory, with his joy. See, we know in part today. But when we meet him face to face, you hear me? We're going to know the fullness of God then. Everything he was thinking about reading, we couldn't connect with him all the time. Every time we come to we're going to know all that in full then. Because his glory is going to be on us. And when God's glory be upon us, we're going to think like him. Watch this. We're going to walk like him. We're going to talk like him. Everything going to be like God. And when, 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 when people tell me sometimes, say, uh, Rev, I say, huh? That's your son. And I say, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't deny that, Rev. I say, okay, thank you. Well, so it is with God. Watch me now. Everyone in here, we ought to look like Jesus. Everybody in here ought to look like Jesus. And when a worldly person comes to you, they ought to be saying, you look just like Jesus. So they've never seen Jesus before, but they know the image of Jesus. He gave us his image and his likeness. So people actually say, who God is? Where he from? From God. From Jesus. I mean, who Jesus? Where Jesus from? From God. He's the son of God. Son of righteousness. Son of peace. Son of joy. The righteous judge. That's what Jesus is. He's the comforter, wonderful counselor, our comforter, peacemaker. He's the joy of our salvation. He's all that we need. Jesus is. When you don't have a dime to call your own, he'll make ways where there's no way. When you're distressed and don't know what to do, read that word, and I promise you it'll bring joy. It'll bring joy. It'll bring consolation. John 14, don't let your heart be troubled. Just believe in me. Walk with me. Talk with me. Sing with me. And I'll bring comfort in your heart. That's what he's saying. Many of us ain't never had nothing. But I tell you what, if you get Jesus, your sight will advance. Your sight will advance. And we'll be able to give God praise and glory. Every day of our life. We'll be able to feed people that you never thought that you'll ever be able to even wave at. They're going to come to your feet. And you'll be able to treat them just like Jesus. Don't treat them like they treated you. Don't you do what they did. Treat them like Jesus said. And watch how he heaped. That's what he mean by heaping coals of fire on your head. 
long as you be good to me, regardless of what I did to you or talked about you, just be good to me. That's going to destroy your spirit. And that's what God called killing the spirit. Going to destroy your spirit. Then you can get the right spirit in you. And the joy of our salvation shall be like Jesus. I'm just an honored person this day to know that I've been guilty of armed robber. But Jesus gave me an insight. Now I thank him for that. And I pray every day of my life that he'll keep me aware. You know, wisdom is the riches of God's glory. Wisdom goes beyond understanding in Christ. And we get the wisdom of his word, the understanding. He said, and I close with this. He said this to us. He said, if you abide in me and let my love abide in you, look what he's saying now. All nations shall call you blessed. All nations shall call you blessed. Now listen to this. For ye shall be a delightsome land. Land, nation, sometimes mean people. It mean people also. This nation, if we come on one accord, all the countries of this earth will be wondering how little Alexandria, Louisiana, and Central Louisiana being blessed the way they're being blessed because we come to one accord. And I close, I want to share something with you. When Nimrod and his people was building a Tower of Babel, they was building and they couldn't nobody stop them. They made the mortar and the bricks and everything. They made it themselves and they kept building. And then God seen where they got so high beyond man understanding. They had built their tower all the way to heaven, going to heaven with it. And God recognized what they was doing. And he went to the Trinity and he said, let us go down and see Nimrod and his people. For when they put their mind on one accord, couldn't nothing stop them. Now watch this. Look what God's saying. Couldn't nothing stop them in heaven, nor could it stop them in earth. Now look what that's saying, y'all. You better pay attention to what the words say. We couldn't stop them in heaven. God himself couldn't stop them because they had one mind. And then the devil and all the imps of this earth couldn't stop them because they were, had one mind. There's a one accord. So what he had to do, he didn't come and destroy them for doing wrong. Watch this. We need to take heed to this now. This God way of doing things. He didn't destroy them. They were wrong. They showed sure wrong. Wish mother God and everything. But this is all he did to them. He came down. We was all speaking the same language. All he come down and he stayed with your tongue, stammering your tongue. I don't understand what you're saying no more. You don't understand what I'm saying no more. I, I tell you to bring a brick, you'll bring some mortar. I tell you to bring a straw, you'll bring a walking stick. They mess them up, confuse them. That's what the devil will do right now. He'll confuse you. If you don't stay in the word, root yourself in the word, Satan will confuse you. And guess what? All of us be running in different directions to no avail. And our tables are empty today because we ain't gave everything to God. Got to give it to him. He don't rob us. We rob him. Maybe somebody today desiring in your heart to be like Jesus. And the way to God is through Jesus Christ, our Savior. You're here today 
we want to ask you that you please, merciful and compassionately, forget about yourself for a moment and look to Jesus, often finish about faith. He's able to change you from death to life. And it's very easy with him because when you tell him, I'm a sinner, I want to be saved, have mercy upon me. I believe that you died from me, you were buried, but on the third day, Lord, you got up again. He said, if you can confess that with your mouth, believe it in your heart, he said, I'll save you right now. That's the opportunity we have right now. He's ready right now to save us. There be anyone not in the will of God, he's ready right now. He's ready. He's ready right now to do his will. I'm waiting on him. We're waiting on the Lord right now. Will I be one? Come now. He's able. He's able right now. It's the opportunity. Oh my God, my God. I'd rather be with Jesus than anyone else. Anyone else I know. I said I'd rather be with Jesus than anyone else. I know. And you know why? He's the one that died to save us one day. I see him out of nowhere. And we're going to tell you again that I'd rather be with Jesus than anyone else. Anyone else I know. I say than anyone else I know and let me tell you the reason why we say that since he gave his life for me tell me how yeah now here's another thing we'd like for you to know you know what you see, I'd rather have Jesus than all silver and gold. I'd like to say it one more time for those of you that don't understand. You see, I'd rather, I'd rather than all silver, silver and gold. You see, silver and gold can do so much for you. Silver and gold can buy a lot of things, but it just can't say my soul. Now when he woke me up this morning, I saw a brand new day. You know what I said? He's alright in everything that I need. Let me Lord 
God bless you. We hope that this message has encouraged your heart. We invite you to come worship with us at our Sunday school service beginning at 9 a.m. Our morning worship service at 11 a.m. Bible study every Wednesday night from 7 to 8. If you would like to correspond with this ministry, you can write us at 2627 Willow Glen Road, Alexandria, Louisiana. Again, thank you, and may God bless you.